It's Monday. It's a morning. Oh, baby, don't you know it's macabre. Welcome. Baby, don't you know? Baby. Don't you know, baby? Are you dumb? Baby. Baby. Baby, baby doll. Jars, are you dumb? I finally did it. What'd I you do? I saw Oppenheimer. Oh, you did? Yes. What'd you think? More nudity than I expected. Yeah, that's most of the movie, actually, is just people in yeah, I was like, armchairs naked. I was like, where's the bomb? <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand. Yo, and then... Just see Killian Killy Murphy Murphy's, straight hanging yeah, dong. He's like, yo, this is the bomb right here. And then... Oh, shit, yeah, he's got two of them. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, uh, yeah, that movie was cool. Uh, it was a good movie, other than the weird... I know it Nudity. did a good job because I was like anxious about whether or not the bomb would go off. <laughs> like they're counting yeah. down. I'm like, oh man, is it gonna happen? And it's weird to like come to realize that that might be the most important event in human history. <laughs> oh, that's the downfall, baby. We all did. <laughs> but like the fact that like Hitler was like working on it is horrifying <laughs> like, dude i saw a really funny that dude would have gave those out like spare change dude he would have been everyone would have got a nuke i don't know if jenny sent you she might have sent this to us in our little like group chat thing the the tweet that's yeah said, listener like, you're not invited to yeah it. you're not invited you're not cool enough but it was like sorry the tweet being like ai is like reverse hitler where we all thought it was going to be the end of the world but in reality it just really loves art <laughs> and i think <laughs> <laughs> That was really funny. <laughs> Whoever um, thought of that has a beautiful mind. <laughs> beautiful mind. New movie. Killian Murphy plays a guy it's who been, writes tweets. It's just a remake of Beautiful, beautiful mind. mind. But at the end, he just has a sick tweet. Um, Dude, he's so sick. If your tweet makes it on our podcast, it's a sick tweet. <laughs> That's the rules. Dude. If you're like a, a a dude out there who's predominantly of Irish ancestry, Killy Murphy's the guy. Killian <laughs> like, Murphy's your your god king. Pretty much. I mean, it was Conor McGregor, and then you realized yep, who he yep. was as a person, and you were like, nope. Okay. Although I am interested to <laughs> see to him Killian in Roadhouse. Murphy. Admittedly, that'll be a yeah. an SHIT show, I think. But but it looks. Fine. I just like. Yeah, I mean, I have trouble seeing Jake Gyllenhaal in the same level as. As Sway's baby. As Sway. Also, Sam Elliott could still be in it. He's still alive. That's crazy. Yeah. He looked old in the original Roadhouse. Yeah, he's oh, but he's also always looked like he's 75. Forever. Like he's he was 30 forever. with just like a white mustache and just like his skin looks just like like Tuscan leather. Like and, saddle leather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I mean, that's how you get built Ford tough, brother. So he's, I picture he's the type of guy. He's the type of guy. I picture in like his the house, the only art is paintings of horses. Oh, yeah. He definitely <laughs> lives in one of those like, new, oh, yeah. like the New Mexico flat kind of. Oh, yeah. Like stucco house. Yeah. 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 Definitely one of those just like smoking a pipe. He better. And, oh, man. Oh man! If he lives in some like super modern LA, yeah, like, crap shack, I'd be pissed. Yeah, if he's overlooking the valley with his like pool and like all glass house, I'm gonna be fucking mad. That'd be so stupid. If he has Sam honestly, take notice. If he has doors in his house and not just beads or like cool cloth <laughs> or the swinging saying, saloon, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
If you walk into his kitchen and you don't have to swing a saloon door and it makes like a a, a cash register ching sound, you're uh, fucking Sam Elliott. What are you doing? What are you doing? If people don't know who Sam it's Elliott is, late, Sam. Like, <laughs> they really have everyone. Who listens to this? Even if you don't know who Sam Elliott is, you'll Google see him and be like, I know who Sam Elliott is. You're like, yeah, this makes sense. Uh, everything they he's, said tracks. He's like in the American zeitgeist. Yeah, just Google like Sam Elliott, any decade, same guy. It doesn't matter. He's like the anti-Tom Hanks. Like, everybody knows him, but no one talks about it. Like, when you say, like, who's America's dad? Everyone's like, oh, it's Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is, like, the best, but... Tommy! Really, it's, it's Tommy! Sammy. It's, it's Sammy E, It's dude. Sammy... Uh, hashtag shout out to Sam's. Shout out to Sam. Uh, shout out to Sam. Shout out to Scones. You got McGregor. I got Elliot. No, wait. I want. No, nah, that's the rules. You are Damn part it. of that tribe. <laughs> oh well. Um. So welcome everybody to another edition of uh, who who's gonna who's gonna catch. A fly with chopsticks first. We're gonna let it fly loose in a small cage. Like we're, <laughs> season five, it's us in we a prison cell with a fly. We both have chopsticks. Yeah, <laughs> they plant some mics in front of us as we run around and try and catch this thing. And boy, is that little fly quick. He's also lived it's, way longer than most flies. Yeah, that's fucking impossible. There's no way. No way. Like somebody's messing with us when be. we go to bed. <laughs> It has to be impossible to catch a fly with chopsticks, right? What do you mean? Why would that be impossible? You can't say it's impossible. Improbable, like sure. Like, in a live... In a live you like could catch fully... it by the wings with... Yeah, why not? I don't know. I'm not saying it's I, something I'm I can skeptical. just... I'm not like, let me just whip them out and do it and, like, have chopsticks ready and just, like, bang, bang, boom. But I'm saying, to say it is a physical impossibility seems like a bit of an oversight. I'm saying there might have been a little Hollywood magic in Karate Kid. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had to shoot that take 4,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. Mr. Miyagi was 30 when they started yeah, that yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of reels they went through, the cost to oh the studio. God. They're like, why is your little karate movie costing us $13 trillion? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those Half are the of days. all film made in America <laughs> went to that movie. Yeah, it was a bonkers decision, but they said, you know what, we can't. CGI is not good enough yet, and uh, you know, we got. It's like they just this, had breeding generation after generation of flies to <laughs> for the movie. <laughs> Dude, that's like why Tobey Maguire. It was so impressive when he did his little lunchroom scene in Spider Man. That only took like twenty something takes. So Damn, that's one of those movies when I watch it back. I'm is it like, not good? None of these people look like they're in high school. Oh yeah, I got. I haven't watched the original trilogy since probably like I was in high school, maybe. So I think the second one is so fucking good. I gotta give it a rewatch, dude. Gotta see that Jamie Who's Franks. That? Gotta see that Kirsty Dunsky. <laughs> Who's the guy who played Doctor Octopus? I always forget his name. Uh, that will. In my head, it went straight to Benicio del Toro, but it's not Benicio del Toro. Sure isn't, but it's, we'll say uh, it is. Ah, what is his name? I forget. Doctor Octopus, Doctor Octopus, actor. Actor. Uh, yeah, 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 what is yeah. it? Come on, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Yes. Alfred Molina. Everyone says he's the Sam Elliott of the MCU. So true. Uh, anyway. Scones, 
I got some Yo. shiz to talk about today. Lay it down, brother. And I think Sconey's gonna like E. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell the listeners, maybe warn the listeners, I speak really cool now. <laughs> wow. Uh, we lucky that. Yes. So, today we're gonna be talking about Project Blue Beam. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we're getting into the conspiracy territory, which is always Love fun, it. and it's always... So, this is... This is separate from Project Blue Book, which yes. we talked about. We've got Blue Book, and now we're on to Blue Beam. <laughs> Sheesh. Combine them. You've got a Blue An Beam. Unstoppable weapon. <laughs> uh, band? Band? Play us in, Daddios. Slick your hair back and let your willies fly. Okay, I got, you're never going to guess, Sconey, where I'm getting this bad boy from. It's um, a website. A book. That's the only hint you get. <laughs> <laughs> I have the blue beam. Uh, it's all that's interesting. Yes. By Cara Goldfarb, better to by Jaslyn Inglis. Jaslyn Inglis? Jacqueline, not Jaslyn. There's no way she, it's like Raslyn. It's Jacqueline. Definitely Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Not Jocelyn? Oh, oh, shout out Ty and Jocelyn. Shout out Jocelyn. Hashtag Ty the Knot. Um, I don't think they are listeners. <laughs> nope, but our friends are Mary Yank. Smoochie, smoochie, smooch. So, conspiracy theories today are a dime a dozen, ranging sure. from speculation about the assassination of JFK to beliefs about a flat earth. But among the more bizarre conspiracy theories... I, the Flat Earth one is the it's worst it's, conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's so it's easily disprovable that it's dumb to wrong. think. Yeah, I think it's just people wanting to be different. That's like me being like, the sky is red. Yeah, and everyone's... Like, that's a conspiracy theory. I, it's just saying something objectively wrong. <laughs> yeah, but that's like... That's half the fun, cool. dude. Conspiracy theories have to have a little, a little. Yeah, you gotta have a little bit of something like unknown, where you're like you know, like yeah. Um, so among the bizarre conspiracy theories, there is one that just might be the wildest of them all. Plug. Hit me, Project Bluebeam. Yes, Project Bluebeam was first proposed in the early 1990s. Shout out by a journalist turned conspiracy theorist named Sergey Monast. Monast. Wait, sorry. What country is this in? Um, this is, bro. This is this is that U.S. The, U.S. The good old U.S. of A. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like a New World Order deal. So, like it, it oh. international, but NASA's it's involved. Worldwide. <laughs> so he's anyway. like the pit bull of conspiracy theorists. Yes, that's what he actually was like. Hey, you guys won't understand what this reference is, but give it like twenty years. And That's what his like <laughs> conspiracy. Uh, the Back to the Future meme. Yes, your kids are really gonna love this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, after taking an interest in the work of other conspiracy theorists, Monast began reading about secret societies and became particularly interested in theories about a potential new world order, which served I, as the. I, I, 
I have to say, I love secret societies. I oh, love them. I want to join a see. I looked into joining the Masons, yeah. but it, I couldn't find anything that made it actually cool. It, it sounds mm. like just kind of like the Knights of Columbus, like I've old guys been, just hanging out. Yeah, I've been to a Mason funeral. Was it uh, cool? Like, yeah. was there secret society stuff? No, I just dragged one in my backyard. No, uh, the, uh It was just, yeah, it was just mostly old people with fun hats. <laughs> Yeah, see, like, I need I need secrets. I mean, that said, I was also probably, like, 10, and they might have been doing some secret backroom dealings that I don't know about. But from what I saw, it was just guys with funny hats. Were there triangles everywhere? There was all sorts of, of crazy shapes and colors. Triangles? <laughs> I mean, I, I saw a triangle. I saw a square. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Some of the most, you know, uh, occult shapes there are. Was it um, someone you knew, or you just wandered in? Oh, I was going to funerals left and right, dude. I, I was like, <laughs> it was. I was trying to write like this whole book. Trying about to pick it. up chicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They say libraries and funerals are the places to go. So, <laughs> trying to find someone with a little like knowledge in their noggin. You know, I don't want to just go to yeah any old Stacy like, uh, on the street. You're like Will Ferrell and Wedding Crashers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, I was just going any every, any time I could pick up a. a uh, newspaper with the uh, whatever it's called section. What obituaries. is the, the what? Obituaries. Obituary. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, I would just hop on in and be like, "What's up? I'm a third cousin." And like, what are they gonna say? No, like, who's gonna? <laughs> Let me get that finger food. <laughs> I was like, "You guys got chicken fingies?" And they're like, "This is the funeral part." I think I don't know if this is common for funeral homes all over, but, but whenever ch- I'm at chicken a funeral. Fingers? No, uh, the mints. I eat so many. I'm just anxious <laughs> at funerals, and I, you know, the little bowl of mints that's on yeah, every yeah. little end I table have, yeah, in you, a funeral home. I eat so many of those. Just my, I go, I kneel over the coffin, I pop one out of my mouth right into theirs. Make sure they got that fresh <laughs> breath in the afterlife, baby. She. Uh, so he began reading about secret societies. Uh, it served as the foundation of Project Bluebeam. In short, Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory that suggests NASA and the UN are trying to create a new world order by implementing a new age religion headed by the Antichrist, using advanced technology to trick people into believing in this religion. If they succeed in their supposed mission, all traditional religions will be abolished and all national identities will be removed in favor of a one world religion and one world government. Honestly, it sounds better than current <laughs> real life. Honestly, I'm in. Where do I sign up? Yeah, if I I really want to reach out to NASA and see if I can join NASA, please. The super Antichrist <laughs> religion. Uh, here's everything we know about Project Bluebeam, the hypothetical totalitarian dictatorship, and the conspiracy theorists behind it all. Oh, I didn't know it was a totalitarian totalitarian dictatorship. I mean, the one world kind of government. It's generally going to be... I guess, but that's not what Bob Marley was singing about. You know, one world, one love, dude. True. You know, unless unless he was singing about a dictatorship. Yeah, know. what if Bob Marley's whole thing was, he's like, yo, this is about <laughs> ruling with an iron fist. No one understood. <laughs> and he nobody, nobody gets it. Yeah. <laughs> so before he was known for his Project Bluebeam theory, Sergei Mon... Monast. I'm gonna keep saying monast. I'm gonna say monast. 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 Sergey Monast. Sergey Monast was a Canadian writer working as a journalist during the 1970s and 80s. 
Few details are known about his early life, but it's clear that by the end of the early 1990s, Monist had become deeply interested in conspiracy theories. Same. Dang. My kids are like running like maniacs upstairs. So it's probably oh, a bunch yeah. Of, school dun, 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 dun. Wait. No, they're... They they're... don't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. They're Why are they toddlers? home? Why aren't Send they at their jobs? In the mines. The mines dude. are calling. Uh, so he began writing about the New World Order, a term used in several conspiracy theories that claimed an organization, such as the UN or the Illuminati, is working to create a single world government and to indoctrinate people so that they'd accept a totalitarian dictatorship. Often, so he's got the NWO dude? Like yes. Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash. Yeah, he's got the World Lo- Wildlife Organization. Scott Hall. Scott Francis Scott Key is in there. <laughs> Uh, often these theories overlap with anti-Semitism, playing into false they narrative. They tend to do... Yeah, they, it's... What uh, is that? I Why don't. is that a thing? <laughs> I think it's just like, hey, this is the group we've decided to f- make scapegoats. I don't but know. But people are... It's always... Yeah, it's like, everyone's a lizard except you know who. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. is it always Jewish people? I don't understand. I don't know, dude. I don't make the rules. That's just the way it is. Uh, so playing into false narratives that Jews are in complete control of the world's finances and media. Oh, that's probably the explanation that we're looking for. Uh, because people claim that Jewish people Man. control the world's finances and media Jeez. organizations. Ergo, they're the try to be the blue beams. <laughs> in like he had like a totally unique conspiracy like take and he just went yeah he just drove it into the ground (laughs) yep dang dude hate to see it uh hate to see it so these theories are also often steeped in fear-mongering and reliant on concerns about the antichrist notably new world order theories have been pushed by one of america's most infamous conspiracy theorists who do you think it is scones it has to be the man himself uh, Infowar Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Alex Jones. Yeah. I almost said Tucker Carlson, but he's like <laughs> a slightly less yeah. insane. <laughs> oh, who claimed that the horrific Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting was a false flag hoax perpetrated by crisis actors in an attempt to take away the Americans' gun rights, which fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, Wildest way to ruin your everything. Wait, he's he's like dead right? or like he's not bankrupt dead. or whatever. Well, he's bankrupt, but it's one of those things where it's like I don't even know if I believe that. You're so rich that you and declare or, bankruptcy even though you're super wealthy still? I bet he probably still makes so much money just off people like sending him money. Oh, like, yeah. It's you know like what I mean? Manson children, dude. They do anything yeah. for that guy. They do anything. Anything. Just to hold him in their arms. Uh, They probably would. <laughs> this is important context to identify where Monist was coming from when he first came up with the Project Bluebeam theory. Monist wrote, first wrote about Project Bluebeam in 1994, publishing NASA's Project Bluebeam and expanding on the theory a year later in Les Protocols de Toronto, which was <laughs> the Toronto Protocol, which was largely modeled on the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which is a fuck it crazy name. To fucking what is that? The protocols of the elders of Zion. I don't know, but protocols of sounds. I'm gonna get on a list for. I was gonna say it sounds bad. (laughs) Protocols of the elders of Zion book. Oh, it is a. It's a. 
It's a book. Is it a novel or is it like a conspiracy theorist handbook? It's a fabricated text purporting to detail a Jewish plot for global. Ah, there it is. (laughs) There you go. A fabricated text detailing a Jewish conspiracy to dominate the world. In a strange twist, some have speculated that Monist may have also inspired, been inspired by Star Trek. Specifically, the premise... <laughs> I wish that the premise was just like, that Jews are going to take over the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Until Picard stopped them. <laughs> Specifically, the premise of a never-produced movie, Star Trek The God Thing, which would have in- introduced a mysterious force that claimed to be God, but was actually a sentient computer. Shout yeah, out I can to see how that... OpenAI. <laughs> Shout out to Sam Altman. Um, are we? Are you worried? <laughs> am I worried that AI is going to take over the world? You're you're a computer. Well, I, I was. Thinking I have today. a degree. So, I saw the OpenAI video capabilities. Yeah, Sora, that shit's crazy. So I was like, I think art is gone. I think human-made art will be gone. Like, our generation, like, knows what art was, but I think, like, the next generation, like, Alpha, that's growing up in they're, technology. They're going to be like, why they're is not everyone going to have any frame of reference? I can do, like, Mona Lisa in a fucking hot rod. <laughs> exactly. They're not going to have any frame of reference, and no company is going to pay artists when they can just press a button. Well, I think that is kind of where it depends on how good is does the ai get like for example but it has to get like isn't it getting exponentially better sure i mean eventually (laughs) it'll hit a point where it'll be like you know they could probably it'll be like so good that why would you hire an artist um that's where i see ai being like the first real shitty thing i think ai like there's a lot of cool like medical and like scientific stuff that you can do with it but like no, yeah, I don't know how commerce and art have always butted heads, and commerce is just going to be like, we don't need. Yeah, we have what? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. It's that's. I'm not worried about the AI taking over like the global infrastructure and destroying us like Terminator style. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to make human skeleton robots for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm <laughs> not worried about. It can just about. make missiles. <laughs> I'm more worried about the implications of like uh nothing's real like deep yeah deep fake technology and media and things like that and like scamming and all that jazz and elections anything everything yeah um anyway there's a little (laughs) extra macabre seasoning so uh modest theory focused most heavily on nasa and the un and their supposed four-step plan to achieve world domination step one put your right foot in (laughs) <laughs> cut a hole in the box <laughs> the first step of project Bluebeam, according to sergey involves in inf- effectively rewriting history by faking earthquakes around the world see like imagine this guy with ai <laughs> <laughs> this is what i'm scared about these man-made quakes are meant to lead to the discovery of fake artifacts that will discredit traditional religions especially christianity and islam okay in essence, Monas believed the NASA and the UN would dismantle these established religions around the world by sowing historical doubt about them in order to propagate their New Age religion. Step two. 
involve okay step two involves three-dimensional holographic laser projections that would be beamed across the planet to create a massive space show depicting a variety of religious figures in the sky including jesus muhammad and buddha the finale of the show would then involve all these various holograms merging into the singular entity the antichrist isn't this an episode of south park and it's van halen i this <laughs> this is like what <laughs> <laughs> Why do they have to like make it into this whole dramatic like? Also, what a waste of a space show, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like I think Travis Scott did this in Fortnite like three years ago. They could have shown the 1999 hit the Mummy starring yeah. Brandon Fraser. Why don't they just do that? And Rachel Weisz. Uh, but how would this space show convince every single person on Earth to go along with NASA and the UN supposed plans? This was modest explanation. Such rays from satellites are fed from the memories of computers that have stored massive data about every human on Earth and their languages. The rays will then interlace with their natural thinking to form what we call diffuse artificial thought. That's a hell of a sentence. <laughs> is it? Hold on. Let's let's hold. Can we break it down to see if this is is possible. So he's. <laughs> what are they doing? They're they're. So he says these satellites. Yes. Are sending okay. data fed from the memories of computers. <laughs> yep. So that's, isn't that how all computers work? Uh, first or of all, messaging? when he says the memories of computers, does he mean computer memory, like bits and bytes and things? Yes, like stored information. Okay. Uh, that have stored massive data about every human on Earth and, the, so and their languages. So we have that already. So we're already so, there. We're there. The rays will then interlace with their natural thinking to form what we call diffuse artificial thought. So is that? I think the idea Wait, is here that is that ever that... possible <laughs> someday <laughs> that no. you can artificially that they can send waves affect... of data into our data waves to like implant so brain thoughts. Well, so brain activity is electrical pulses, right? So you'd have to have such an advanced. Yeah, you that you could like that you could affect brain those. pulse. To so it do... sounds like, like if you were thousands of years into the future, that might be. Although yeah. you'd probably just fry people's brains at that point, though. I was gonna say it seems awfully, uh, <laughs> <laughs> awfully I, tough. How do? How does? I have a question. Let's let's scones and down another front. question for Darce, yeah. the computer scientist. Yeah. So you know Scotty. this thing that people are putting in their brain now that Elon Musk wants. Yeah. The, yes. The uh, how are uh, they? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Neuralink. Neuralinker. So it's a machine. Sure is. It's doing things. How are oh, they dealing with like the third law of dynamics that all all it's doing has to give off some kind of heat? How is it not cooking people's brains? Oh, it's cooking, all right. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Maybe I shit. want some. <laughs> oh, um, that I don't know. My anyway. guess would be that it's... It's got a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's water cool, dude. Is. You just got a bunch of fucking cables and shit coming out of your ears. You're, you just hear in your head just a fan buzzing. No, I think it's probably just like the scale of these nano like robots is so small that it's not like gonna produce any kind of meaningful did someone's gonna feel one of the first people to get that is gonna have a very obvious issue with it if you and it's gonna feel so stupid i if i i i would i would never put something elon musk wants me to put in my brain in my brain (laughs) yeah but people do that's my also shout out to spacex listening to this (laughs) (laughs) 
The third stage is what Monist called the telepathic electronic two-way communication. Now we're talking. Yeah, now we're cooking. <laughs> he, he, claimed, he claimed that NASA would use low-frequency radio waves and satellite rays to communicate with individuals telepathically, assuming that these people would believe their God is speaking to them. Through this communication, Monist claimed that, the, that NASA would be able to influence how people think and prepare them for step four. The final step of Project Bluebeam has multiple stages of its own. The first stage is to convince humanity that an alien invasion is imminent. The yep. second stage is to convince Christians that the rapture is about to begin. Wait. The, uh, so. Yeah. Are the Christians not worried about the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that. Uh, the aliens are coming except uh, for you guys. Yeah. You guys over there. You, you guys Christians. got your Christians. You got your own happening. shit to worry about. <laughs> The third, I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, this seems like a weird <laughs> Turns out I can poke holes in this crazy man's yeah, turns conspiracy. Out. The third stage involves NASA using advanced technology to allow supernatural forces to travel through TV cables, phone lines, and optical fibers to, a fibers to activate microchips in all consumer electronics and appliances. Wait, and so they have supernatural powers to do this, and we're supposed to not think they're the one true religion <laughs> I, there's listen buddy you're asking too many why questions. wouldn't they lead with that i gotta melt your brain <laughs> uh in the ensuing chaos that was sure to unfold monists believe that nasa and the un would slowly unveil their proposed new world order while phasing out cash with a version of cryptocurrency and eliminating the concept of independence with human humanity ready to accept it to ensure survival, everyone agreed. Everyone who agreed would be forced to accept the new totalitarian one-world government and a new age religion that embraced the cult of man. So, I like that the UN is capable of doing it in this scenario. The organization that famously almost does nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's so. That's crazy town. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Project Bluebeam quickly found a second life thanks to the internet becoming more strain mainstream in the 2000s. One of the earliest propagators of Project Bluebeam was a now defunct Geo was e bombs world. <laughs> well, kind of close. Uh, now defunct Geo Cities page, written by David Oppenheimer. Whoa, whoa! Not Geo Guesser though. Those guys are the shit. No, Scones <laughs> loves Geo Guesser. I am so fascinated <laughs> by that. That's like, yeah. Uh, Ugh. so this David Oppenheimer expanded on Monist's original text. Uh, Was he naked? Oh man, in a big, in a big lazy boy, <laughs> in a big way, in a bit naked in a big way. <laughs> uh, Ever been naked in a big way? <laughs> Twice. Uh, whoa, whoa, she, you, she. The theory was also covered in depth on the website educateyourself.org. Owned and edited by a name by a man named Ken Adachi, who is extremely outspoken against organized medicine, even when it comes to treating terminal diseases. Um, I also hate how all super conspiracy theorist people always have like like educateyourself.org or like yeah, it sounds you, like a, yeah. like a charity for kids learning how to read books. Yeah, or like <laughs> yeah, it's so you're dumb. I I know the truth and I'm smart. Like and it's like open up your eyes, see the light. Yeah. I'm like, what's the light of being like, if you have cancer, don't do anything about it? Like, <laughs> what? Um, more recently, 
The theory has reemerged on social media as the U.S. government becomes more forthcoming about UFOs and shooting down mystery objects in the sky. This has led yeah, to some... Yeah, thank God to a... That's only happened because of a... Yeah, because of this. What's his name from Blink-182? Oh, yeah, Tom DeLonge. Yeah, Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. Thank you, Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge. Uh, this has led to some to point to Monast's claims... Um, that flying saucers and other UFOs are merely NASA's test runs for their future space show. But while Project Blue Beam certainly still has believers today, there has never been any hard evidence that supports it. In attempts to pull real-world events into an imagined scenario, layering just enough doubt and promoting just enough fear that those who are already inclined to believe in conspiracy theories, people with a strong desire to feel safe and to feel like their community is superior to others, according to a recent study, will likely subscribe to the plot Project Blue Beam Theory. Ultimately, well, my community is superior to others. And when I say my community, Dars, of course I'm talking about... Of course, about our listeners. Red Sox Nation. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> They're going to say our listeners. Oh, uh, that too. But also Yankees suck. suck. <laughs> Fuck the Yankees. Um, ultimately, Project Blue Beam is nothing more than what it seems at first glance. A wild conspiracy theory with no real evidence to support it. Scones, yeah. Are you gonna project some sky lasers and I hope intertwine data with our brain waves and like do all that crazy stuff? Is it you? It's probably cooler than what my tax dollars are actually. Going <laughs> you don't like weapons? <laughs> Not as much and as giant space shows, dude. Space. It sounds like a sick Coachella. I would rather have it be a bunch of just Jewish guys making a sick space show <laughs> than probably what is actually happening. Yo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Project Bluebeam. Uh, I love crazy conspiracies. This one Me too. is uh, just so silly. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, the four phases is what gets me. It's like... Yeah. Right. I wonder how he decided where to draw the line in between each phase. He's like, yeah, all crazy. Yeah, but there's. Do you think a phase five was was edited out in post or something like? But but like the thing that I don't understand is like the the first couple of phases don't really lead to help the next ones. No, like, it's I just don't... kind of like yo, you don't be sick. <laughs> okay, first. Holograms in space of Jesus. <laughs> and the dope. idea that, like, at this point, after everything we know about human history in the world, even right now, that everyone's just going to give up their religion. Yeah, right. Like, and be like, <laughs> it's. Well, that's of a space show. Well, and then the aliens come, scones, and then they Dude. send the brainwave technology to, you know, take over our thoughts. I think you're downplaying. I think that's that's the only real, re- like, way to to get in there but even then like even then like you have to really you have to get it to every person's brain on the whole planet yeah my brain's too smart (laughs) (laughs) they tried on mine bro i got that firmware update they can't get in they're not getting the tinfoil hat people right they're protected they're guys we're selling tinfoil hats uh we should four thousand dollars a pop reach That'd out really funny if we actually <laughs> uh but yeah if you guys want to want to join the tinfoil hat gang hit us up monday morning macabre on instagram and macabre pod mm macabre pod on twitter monday morning macabre.com the gum for the uh tinfoil hats and other things and um i think that 
you guys really need to look into this. I think there's a lot to take from what we've talked about here. No, no brainwaves are going to stop me from praising Morbo. That's all I'm Amen. saying. Amen. Shout out Morbo. Shout out listeners. Morbo. I love you. I hope you have a great week. Goodbye. Love Kisses. Mwah. Mwah. Thank you.